0: Try new Pureleaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pureleaf and enter 20 Pure LEAF for 20% off your purchase of new Pureleaf Blackberry Iced Tea.
1: This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right, at least
2: I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom all night long. That's
0: mine! He will never emotionally fulfill you. Because I don't want to be a part of
3: this. Go to
0: sleep! Go to sleep! Close your legs to marry me and trash box. I'll tell
2: you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. Who gonna check me, boo? Welcome to the Morley Crub Show, show here on the Ringer Reality Feed. I'm Rachel Lindsay. She is Callie Curry, and we're jumping right in to the news of the week. Which, surprise guys, it's not Vanderbilt rules. We're, well, we are... We actually... Uh-oh, go go ahead. No, I was going to say, go there ahead. probably
3: is Vanderpump news. Like there's been a bunch of things that have come out this week. Tom Sandoval is at a wellness center. We're not really sure where Raquel is. There's tons of stuff, but I'm sure you can catch up on all of the Vanderpump news on our JV Thursday Morally Corrupt episode.
2: I was listening to it yesterday and Chelsea was like, we're not calling ourselves JV anymore. And Jody was like, I want to call us the JV. We'll always be JV in our heart. Uh, But yes, yes. Thank you for that reminder, Callie. Yes, you can catch them every Thursday if you want your Vanderpump rules. And we, you know, we dipped our toes into it because it seemed like there was nothing else going on in Housewives world. But I'm happy to say we've got some news with the Housewives this week. So we'll start with Beverly Hills where, you know, we've kind of reported on this before that they've been shaking some things up, adding some new cast members. We know that they booted Lisa Rinna. She won't be with us, but there've been some rumors about um, who would be joining this cast. And so Denise Richards has announced that she's officially returning as a guest, which we are excited for. Um. I'm wondering what kind of drama she'll bring because she doesn't have the Lisa Rinna of it all. And to be very honest, from pictures that I've seen, and I'm interested in your take on this, Callie, like pictures that I've seen of the cast together and news that comes out, the women seem to all be getting along. So it sounds like we're in for a boring season.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it'll be interesting to hear or see if the women, uh, I don't know, I agree with you that, from what the pictures that we've seen everyone seems to like each other from like the little snippets we hear from people social media has been incredibly quiet um even like random tmz interviews like erica did one um, that was really short and she was saying like all nice things about everyone i'm like okay so i guess they all like each other now um same thing for um new york the revamped one it seems like they all like each other now too so i don't know We shall see. We shall
2: see. It looks like Teddy Mellencamp is apparently filming as well. And here's my thing with Teddy.
3: I was going to ask you, are you a Teddy hater?
2: I, I want, no, I'm not a hater. But I want you to be Teddy from Two Teas in a Pot. You are messy. You, you know, you're a fan of the franchise. It's very obvious. I don't know if she admits that, but you're a fan. So like, bring that energy into the show not just you trying to be Kyle's best friend i want to see i want that cuz Tamara doesn't hold back tamara from the podcast is tamara on the show yeah Teddy she's needs suggesting. to bring that energy
3: if she does i am very excited for her to come back um i don't like whenever i'm on tiktok um i rarely see anyone say positive things about teddy i did not realize that so many people disliked her so much she's boring but i mean she's not like uh, sure i am not i don't disagree with you about her being boring but like hate no but you know how these 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 fan bases are yes 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 but i i I just i've never like disliked teddy that much so her bringing them bringing her on or not bringing her back to me is just kind of like a whatever Denise, however, I am excited for her to bring me back, and I can't imagine that she likes everyone, so that'll be interesting.
2: And you know what else that means? Who we get back? Big Dick Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited for that, too. (laughs) That means he's coming back, too, with all his crazy talk. Um, Okay, so we will see. Um, Also with Beverly Hills, Erica Jane announced her residency at the House of Blues from August to December. I'm assuming that means it's off and on and that she is not there every week from August and December because that's wild. I did pop in to her party that was announcing this to be a little nosy. Not a housewife in sight.
3: Would you see Erica in Vegas? No. I'm just, do you know anyone that would?
2: Everybody who was at this party. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I went because I thought I was like, you know, going to be like boots on the ground and, you know, like see some housewives stuff and be able to report it back to morally corrupt. Or I just thought like, I don't know. I just thought it would be a little different. Also, I was coming off the Fear of God fashion show to that. So it was also quite quite a change of pace. Um, but the people there were fans instead of housewives, and they were super excited. And sh- Mikey Mendon was there, and she did a little bit of a performance. And I use that term it? loosely. I use the term performance loosely. It was more of her saying, she walked out with, is that Boosie Bellows? So you know, like they have those. Um, those kind of like I don't know what to call them. Those dancers,
3: like the go-go dancers.
2: Yes, those type of dancers. Like they, they were like burlesque dancers. Um, so she walks out with two of those, and literally just goes one time. It's expensive to be me, and that was it. That and was but it. Crowd, but the crowd went wild. Like Wait, how many people fans. were there? Maybe like a hundred, maybe a hundred or fifty. Bellows is small. small I mean, yeah. it was a significant group, but it was fan. There were fans there because I thought I just don't get it, it, it was like, cause they were like, oh, we have to put you on the list plus one. And so I'm thinking it was like way more exclusive. And I got people coming up to me and Justin Sylvester. Like, can we get a picture with you guys? And I was like, what is this? <laughs> Where are we? Anyways, That was announced. She clearly has a fan base. And I would imagine that if the House of Blues is giving her this opportunity that there's some interest there that they can sell this out from August to December. Which House of Blues is a smaller venue, too.
3: That's a long time. I wonder how many shows a week. And I just can't imagine there's that many people that want to see her. I I can't get there. I could see her doing like three shows in Vegas. But a residency for months seems insane.
2: I don't think it's going to be every week. I think she'll do like two weeks in August and then maybe come back in um,
3: October. And then, you know what I mean? I mean, this is, yeah, sure. I guess it has to be like that. Also, like, I don't know what the books look like for House of Blues, but I know they've closed down a lot of venues. So I'm like, is this the smartest business decision for you, House of Blues? But
2: if people can go buy a ticket and see Tom and the most extras, just as I bad. think I think Erica can sell a few shows as well. Okay. Moving from Beverly Hills to Potomac, also new news. There's a new mystery, but we know her name. So I don't know if she's a mystery at this point. Um a new housewife on Potomac. Because it looks like Sharice and Jacqueline are out next season. And the fact that we even have to include Jacqueline is a problem. Sharice needed to go. She serves her purpose. There's nothing else for her to give us. So now we've got new housewife, Neka Ahim. Ahim? I hope I'm saying that. Apologize. If I'm saying it wrong. I was I was thinking it was Ahim. Ahim? Neka Iheem. She's a Boston-born attorney whose family's from Nigeria. Her law practice specializes in financial technology. Wow. Um, she owns a line of champagne. Outside of her law career, she was previously a correspondent on CNN. Um, she's married to Dr. Aikina Ahim. Sorry again if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Um, and he's a night lounge investor and a physician in the Potomac area. My first thought when I read this is Wendy is going to be so competitive
3: mm-hmm.
2: with NECA. Well, I wonder whose friend she and, is. I wonder, I mean, I wonder who is Wendy Nigerian? Okay, thank you again, producer Devin. She has confirmed Wendy is Nigerian. But I'm sorry, when I read this, I thought, because what we always get from Wendy is her talking about her career and all the things she's accomplished. And, you know, we've seen her create a business and she big ups her husband and she's a correspondent on MSNBC. And I'm looking, oh, I'm looking at all of these things. And it sounds like NECA does all that. And maybe even a little more. I mean, her husband owns a night lounge. Wendy was trying to get into the restaurant business, it'll be interesting. I wonder if they'll mesh or Whitney or Whitney. Wendy will feel competitive. Let's I see. think it'll be competitive.
3: I, hope,
2: I would like to think that, you know, they get along and they have this whole Niger pride and, you know, that that she finds a friend in her, but I don't know if Wendy can handle it. I'm hoping that um, Neca and her husband bring it. I'm intrigued. She has a very impressive resume. And so I'm hoping that she is equally impressive as a housewife. We shall see. Uh, Also, Real Housewives of Miami began filming season six. Yay. And all the same housewives are back. I think this is a good group. I don't want to rock the boat. We don't need anybody new. Uh, Should be very interesting. It'll be heavy, obviously, what... um, martina is going through why can't i think of her wife's name julia M- julia Wh- um it'll be heavy with martina and julia i'm hoping that larsa is giving us marcus jordan she gave him us she gave him to us at the reunion i'm hoping that means we marcus get will absolutely
3: him. be on it absolutely
2: you think he likes the camera
3: no, I don't think he likes the camera. I think he's like indifferent to it, so he wouldn't say no. And I think she would be like, "Film."
2: I want to see it. I'm very intrigued by that. Uh, um, Alexia has had some like issues with her son. I don't know. There's 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 stuff here. There's there are places a we lot
3: can go. of issues with her son. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It'll be there's... interesting if it's brought up, especially after her ultimate girls trip, Miss Judgy. Oh.
2: It'll be brought up because we can always depend on Adriana to bring it up. And we know she's not on great terms with Alexia and Marisol. And you're right. Neither is Dr. Nicole. So somebody will mention it. Um, all right. Let's move on to Jersey. We're back covering our housewives. The ladies are in Dublin, Ireland. And the episode is titled I mellorat. Um so we pick up at the at night with the ladies out having a good time in Dublin and I got to be honest, I enjoyed watching them get drunk and having a good time in Dublin. And maybe because they didn't drag it out, you know, it was we saw it, we saw them move around, it was there, they were everybody was playing and then they went home. You know what I mean? They fell asleep on the way home. And they went home, and it was like the perfect amount of time we needed to see, and the perfect amount of fun. And I enjoyed watching
3: them. So, out of this group, who do you think is the most fun? Who would you invite for like a night in Vegas with your friends? Oh gosh, I and mean, who would you, who would you not invite?
2: I wouldn't invite Melissa. Yeah, I like there's not a lot there.
3: I was just like... No. She doesn't very boring.
2: bring any... Yeah, like...
3: Very boring. Maybe,
2: I feel like we talked about this last season where it's like her entertainment was, ooh, I get loose and I like to kiss women. Like, it, the, last year. And it's just like there's nothing there. I feel like there used to be and now there just seems to be like... There's... She's just there. Uh, yeah. I would bring Jen Fessler.
3: 100%. percent First invite.
2: I gotta be honest. Jackie's kind of fun. She's kind of down for whatever.
3: Yeah, she was down. She was. Down. She was a good time. I would bring Dolores, and yeah.
2: I would bring um, the uh, the other Jen. Oh, really? She's funny. You know what? Yeah, hater she's or funny. A lover. She's yeah. Funny.
3: She's funny. I also like she. I like that she was like willing to try. You know what I mean? She's like. I don't fucking like this, but like, let's do it. Let's chug it. She got halfway and was like, I'm going to throw up like, but <laughs> I appreciate you trying and just being like, this is what everyone's doing and it's fun and let's just have fun. Um, You didn't get that from Melissa. Teresa was willing to have a little bit of fun, but she wasn't chugging. But like, you know, when she got she spilled the beer on Jen or like poured the beer on Jen, Jen poured it back on her hair on top of her head. She was totally fine. Like, I'm like, OK. We got nothing from Melissa. We got nothing from Rachel. Nothing. No.
2: Oh, I'd bring Danielle.
3: Yeah. I'd
2: bring Danielle, too. Well, that would be the crew. But it was fun. They, it balanced it out, right? Like, there were enough fun. It was like half fun, half not. It I
3: think Jen it Fessler needs to be a full-time housewife. I'm... I am I feel like she she's is. Re- she's climbing the point. ranks for me.
2: Climbing f- the ranks. I know she's not holding a, whatever they're holding in Jersey, but... Is it a meatball? What are they holding? <laughs>
3: <laughs> what are they holding? I don't know. Are, they're not holding a meatball, are they? <laughs> I,
2: don't, I don't know. <laughs> makes sense. Whatever they're holding, that she's not really holding it. But she's we're we're getting um a lot from Jen Fessler. A mm-hmm. lot. And so I feel like she's a full-time housewife. She's great. She's fun. Um Yeah. So the ladies fall asleep on the way home, which is fun. I love that they're like, we're going to keep it going. And it seemed like it was a long drive from because they are outside of Dublin, wherever they're staying at this castle. And so they fall asleep, whatever. They wake up the next day and we get going real fast.
3: We don't skip a beat (laughs) from from breakfast. Like I'm thinking on these trips, like you go to breakfast, everyone's in a like lovely mood, which, by the way, I mean, we're going to get into it, but one there's there would be a part of me that would be like guys can i get a fucking break can i have a boiled egg before you (laughs) chop my head off like please (laughs) secondly this whole rat business um what you did rachel was rat now melissa what you just did was rat like, I'm like, why is no one bringing that up? Melissa, like, she's like, I'm not going to be one of those girls who doesn't tell my friend what's being said about her. I'm like, that is a rat. This is the whole discussion. We're all talking about telling someone something when that's a rat, you're a rat. Right, right. Um, I understand. I thought it was hilarious because it just like brought me back to The Sopranos where they're all like, you can call me a bitch. You could call me this, you can call me that. But in Jersey, you cannot call someone a rat. I'm like, I loved it. Are we in a mob? What's happening?
2: But when Dolores talks, it does sound like oh, mob wife. Oh, one hundred
3: percent. She should have been one. She would have been an excellent mob wife. Mob any any single mobsters out there? You missed out because Dolores would have held you down. She would have. Who was was
2: it? Teresa? Somebody was just photographed with Drita from the Mob Wife. Yeah, show. Mob Wives. Yeah. And everyone was like, Drita needs to be on this show. And I, I would have love to it. say, that is a fantastic idea. Yeah, Bring would love Drita it. back. Oh my gosh, Drita was so down. Drita I mean, she was
3: <laughs> like, Drita was the ultimate mob wife.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Drita was down for whatever. So yeah, so uh, Rachel decides to confront Danielle at the table over breakfast. The women are hungover trying to enjoy the day, as Callie said, the morning. Have a good start to their day, basically. And Rachel, boom, comes in because Melissa said, I have to tell my friends this, blah, 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 blah. She called you a rat. And then it turns into this fight between Margaret and Danielle. And something you said last week, Callie, Danielle doesn't do a good job no. of just laying it out what it is. Mm-hmm. And so it gets so lost, and it makes it it makes her argument weak, and it's easy for Margaret to just go in and apart. tear it apart.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's totally what's so agree.
2: frustrating to watch about this back and forth that we keep going through, and we're not getting anywhere because she's just like, "Well, Rachel's a rat," and Rachel was saying the same things that I was saying, and it's like, "Can we go back?" I can, I actually cannot wait for the reunion, for uh, Margaret to give her opinion on the exact conversation that was aired. Now, Margaret's not going to change her mind. She's stubborn. She's going to stand by everything that she saw. We know how she is. We've been in this long enough with her. But I am curious if she's like, okay, that actually wasn't that big of a deal. And, And they were just two girls gabbing. And Rachel was kind of like agreeing with the rumors that they have been
3: hearing about Margaret. She wasn't going against her. She wasn't against her. She just used as what and- which is what Danielle's trying to say. Danielle's trying to be like we were in a conversation. We were talking about everybody. And I was repeating what I heard. I wasn't saying that I necessarily believe it's true, but then it sucked cuz Margaret was like, "Do you believe it's true?" and she was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, That was great. <laughs> I, I do I do actually believe it's true." Now, yeah.
2: It I I thought that that moment was great and I was glad that Danielle didn't try to tiptoe around it because it's true. And she laid out facts. It wasn't things, what she was talking to Rachel is what she had heard, what had she had been warned about. What she came to that table with in Ireland is, I have specifically seen you do this to Jen, pull out this information that you had about her. I've specifically seen you pull out this information from within or wherever with Teresa. So it aligns with the things that I've heard. I'm giving you facts with the things that I have heard that seems to prove the rumors to be true. And we know she knows the, the Laura thing.
3: The Laura of it all. Do I think Melissa was making out with someone? Honestly, I don't know. Maybe she was, maybe she wasn't, because I don't know her and Joe's relationship. So maybe, I don't know. But do I think that Laura got all this information from Margaret? Yeah, she did. I think so too. Marge Marge gave her all of this. I guess so.
2: Did I tell you that I know who the guy is that is supposedly the one?
3: No, I've seen a picture of him though. They showed a picture of him. Did they? No, 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 no. Not on the episode. Before the se- before the season started. They did? Like on, on the internet, yeah. They showed the supposed guy who's also married, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what do you think? So do you think she made out with him?
2: You know, I can't remember, I, so, I was drinking that night and I can't remember. Do I think so? I don't know. I, I, I definitely think, because what's weird about the rumor, and this is something that shocked me, is I thought Margaret saw it. I thought Margaret saw it happen, told Laura and Laura communicated. Margaret heard from somebody else. So that makes me not believe it. I'd believe it if Margaret said she saw it. But Margaret heard from someone else. So it's like, that's, that definitely makes me believe that she told Laura <laughs> that.
3: Obviously, this is not in the season, but Marge is saying, I never said any of these things to Laura. But I'm just like, Laura has too much information of things that have happened that right. you would know from the show that haven't been aired yet. It doesn't make sense. You had to have told her these things. Now, I'm I'm sure... In your life with a, like you have bun- tons of friends right and then you have a best friend your best friend knows everything about all your friends you know what i'm saying like you tell your best friend everything and that might even be your husband but someone like you're telling everyone's shit too so i'm not mad at marge for telling laura if laura was your best friend and you're telling her everything that's happening on the housewives and da 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 i think that's like a very natural thing to do Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It it's natural it, it's just weird for you to then lose that friend. Um, I don't know. I don't think people lose best friends that often. It seems like it's happened a few times to March. And I think that's a little red flag.
2: It seems to happen on the housewives a bit. Yeah, and I and And I guess I maybe could understand because it seems like this. And I do believe this. This woman is so desperate to, be, to on be on this the show. show. And she probably is like, Margaret, why can't you get me on the show? She, If she's that desperate and really wants to be in Housewives world, she's probably a little annoyed that Margaret hasn't brought her, and Margaret's brought her around, but that she's probably not a friend of. So I could see how that could be somewhat of an issue when there might be some jealousy there with the friendship. Mm-hmm. But also, I guess... The fact that Mark heard from somebody else, just own it. It's not that big of a deal for her to be like, listen, I heard that this happened.
3: Also, Mark, Marge, you could have just asked Melissa and had her be like, no, and that be the end of it. The story's dead. Right. You but hiding it is what makes it weird.
2: Her hiding it proves goes towards the arsenal theory. She
3: just has yeah, this, she just it, keeps he has it, this information. She, keeps her gun loaded.
2: Keeps it in way,
3: her... <laughs> Marge, you've done it for seasons where you have information on people. I'm not even saying you're going out and finding this information, but you absolutely are being told you must have either a lot of friends or you're going digging. But even the, the Jen Bill thing, like you said, you knew for a while. So why did you randomly bring it up then?
2: When she was ready to fire away, she did. I think mm-hmm. in the same way that the ladies don't like rat, Margaret seems hung up on the word arsenal. And I think she would digest it better if she w- if they were just like Margaret knows a lot about Margaret knows a lot about different housewives. Margaret knows a lot or has a lot in. of information. Everyone yeah. tells
3: her things. If they made like, it more yeah, com- complimentary, she would agree with it. Yeah. She's yeah. like,
2: Yeah, I am. But That's a good hits- point. It hits too close to home for her, and that's why, you know, she's having such a strong reaction to it. Um, Also, who it's coming from. I think it's Danielle. She's like, I barely even know you. And they give the flashback of her creating a logo for Danielle's kids line. And so she's just like, it's coming from Danielle. I feel like if somebody else, if Jackie said it or someone, she'd be like, yeah, I mean, I know a lot about people, you know? Um, okay, so the ladies go shopping, which we always see them do in a city. Um, and they get in the van and they start having a serious conversation, which I'm like, that this is a little too heavy for midday let's go shopping talk. Mid morning. Mid morning. Even worse, but I guess, you know what? We were just
3: yelling rats at each other.
2: They popped off strong and they just said, let's just keep the heavy energy going. So they start discussing their marriages and their
3: families and... Which, by the way, it's another reason why I like Jen Fessler. She's very open. Like her talking about her marriage and being like, this is what we went through. We saw other people. Even her, like a few episodes ago, was talking about how she slept with the guy from The Sopranos. Um, I just think she keeps it real, and I really like it.
2: Yeah, and it's, yeah, I, I wouldn't say, I was about to say it's relatable, even though I haven't been through that, but it just, um, I don't know. It's just, when she, I was so, I find her so interesting. I was so yeah, interested me too. in what she had to say and her story, and I wanted more of it. Okay, so Teresa... Also talks about, you know, how rough the last few years have been for her and for her family. And then Rachel asked if her kids, um, if if Teresa's kids and Melissa's kids are close. I didn't think this was a messy question. It kind of made sense to me. Um, But this is where Callie's making a face, so she disagrees. But this is where the Teresa, when Teresa starts to lose me, I'm not. I'm not team Teresa and Louie. I'm not team Melissa and Joe, but I lean more towards Teresa. But it's in moments like this where she loses me. Yes, maybe it was a little bit of a messy question, but I, did, but I felt like it, got, it obviously got messier. But it was a natural thing. Like, hey, I know you two got, you have beef, but how are the kids? Like, are the kids close? Rachel's new. She doesn't necessarily know all that. Teresa saying, yeah, they were until Antonia didn't show up to the Sweet 16. It's like, come on. That is clearly a blame on Antonia. And then to act like, no, that's not what I was doing. I liked, It seems like the kids do really get along. And they seem to be cool. And to put that out there and then make it seem like she just didn't want to come. And Melania was so hurt. And, you know, then Melissa's trying to defend her child. It It was really a dig. It was really messed up. And then Teresa acts like what she did wasn't that big of a deal. And if, as I think Jackie, somebody pointed out, it was Jackie. When I brought up your child, you lost it. And Teresa's like, can never see the other side of it. And it's extremely frustrating to watch. And this is where she
3: loses me. Um, I agree with you. I also genuinely think Teresa doesn't think that she said it in a negative way. Like, I really think she's like, I didn't even say anything. I didn't say anything negative. Did I say anything bad about Antonia? Like, she genuinely, to me, doesn't get it. But uh, yeah, it's it's I it would be incredibly it would be incredibly frustrating being Melissa being like what you said was negative. There's no debate. What you said was negative. I would also like you don't talk about my daughter. Don't blame my kids not getting along on one single like my one child. Stop it. Also, if they're not close because she didn't attend one event, then they weren't fucking close. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. I I would have I think Melissa was rightfully upset. I don't think that, I don't think that Teresa gets it. Um, And it is frustrating to watch. She can't see it from anyone else's side. She even was like, why did, like, why you guys need to tell her what I was saying and da, 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 like, it would just be so frustrating. But I really don't think that she thought she was trying to be negative. Um, I do think the question was kind of messy. Like, there's just nothing good that's going to come from that question. And Jen's new, but she's not. She gets it. She knows what's going on. Oh, no. I mean, it's Rachel. 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 Yeah, Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel gets it. She knows what's going on. I thought the question was messy. There's that, that question was not going to lead down a good road.
2: No. It just became all too much. And we see then Melissa later on call Joe and say, you know, she's just over it and she's just exhausted and she just doesn't feel like she even needs she shouldn't go to the wedding. And we know earlier at the end of last episode, um Jen aiden said that uh that Teresa oh, invited her out was... of obligation and so I'm that's, sure that yeah. that's something that's into Melissa's mind as well. And so Melissa, at this point is just kind of like, um, I don't think we should go to the wedding and so now they're planning that seed of maybe we shouldn't be there. Um, well that's it with Jersey. I mean, we ended with them fighting, so we'll pick up with that again, I'm sure, next episode, and the ladies will still be in Ireland. Um, yeah, but that's it. And I guess we'll move on over to Ultimate Girl Strip.
3: One thing before you move on, I love Dolores being happy.
2: Isn't it so nice?
3: Yeah, it's, very nice.
2: Like, I really like Is it Polly? Is that his name? Mm-hmm, Pauly. I really I really like Polly for her, and um, she deserves it. Man, putting up with with Frank, <laughs> she deserves it so much. Gay All right, tap on in Thailand. Well, we won't.
0: This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. try new Pureleaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash Pureleaf and enter 20 Pure LEAF for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea.
1: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles And your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more.
3: Maybe
2: Jody can bring in some Rachel. new energy because it's been a while <laughs> since we have recapped Ultimate Girl's Trip and you you were positive about it from the beginning. And so my question to start off with you, now that we are here on the final episode, did you keep that same energy? Are you loving Ultimate girls trip Thailand? <laughs>
0: that was so long ago. I was so young, uh, so naive. Hadn't even had any tequila drama yet i was just watching you know i had a, I was like you know um away for work for a different part of work for like the last two weeks i had some very harrowing experiences that you can hear about on morally corrupt jv show um experienced two natural disasters and so i had some bravo to catch up on and i'm gonna be honest I did it at 1.5 speed. I have a number of special add-ons on my Chrome that make it so that I can watch like Peacock at 1.5 speed if I need to. And I was just, I felt crazy. I mean, it always makes you feel crazy to watch or listen to something too fast. But I watched, I watched the most recent episodes at normal speed so that I could, you know, truly take it on, take it in. But like, what's up with this season of Ultimate Girls Trip, Rachel. Cause you checked in with me, but I was gonna check in with you first because you were sour on it from the beginning. I was holding on to hope. I'm gonna be honest, I was lying a little. And I do that. You know, I lie to myself to, you know, fake it till you make it. Like you're gonna get there. You're gonna enjoy it. And there were certainly still aspects that I enjoyed, but this was a it, this was a stinker.
2: What happened? So it's safe to say you didn't keep hope alive.
0: You I didn't keep. No, I didn't have the energy in me to keep hope alive after I had survived a tornado. I felt like I had already, you know, like I had expensed everything that I possibly could inside of me. Like, you know, the good Lord had given me all the favors he could. And the next <laughs> favor could not be that Ultimate Girls Trip ended on a high.
2: No, no, this has to be a bottom three season for me in the entire housewives wow. franchise it gave us nothing and it started off with rehashing drama and that's what we said we said they held on to this season way too long and by the time it came out the drama that we're seeing them argue over we've already seen we've seen it play out in their respective franchises so we're re- it's the same stuff over and over again I don't wanna hear it. And they don't really seem to have anything between themselves except for this clase azul bottle. That has what it has been what it has come between them. That, a stripper pole, a viral a virus from Leah, and what else? An Instagram tag. An Instagram Instagram tag was like
0: a really main plot point you know what I was most embarrassed about while I was watching I don't even want to fact check this but I'm pretty sure that like the last thing I said to you the last time we talked about it was like Giselle is really having a good season like Giselle is on a come up I don't know what could have made me say that but I think I remember saying it and wow have I never been more wrong in my life I'm so sorry (laughs) I'm so sorry <laughs> I make mistakes too. I think I wanted, I wanted to enjoy Giselle, and like I did find mm, in the beginning the camaraderie between Giselle and Portia to be fun. Like they were funny together. They are, and they were they remained funny together. But Giselle, she just can't help herself. She's very Rena like in that way. Um, but except, I almost feel like I I. Renna has maybe been around. I feel like Giselle's been doing it longer than Renna. Maybe Renna is Giselle-like in that way. But the way that she's always trying to produce the show herself and then making it worse is unbearable.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fine if it's like you saying to Heather, let's call Jen. Yeah, that's perfect. Or I don't... <laughs> You know, trust you over the Gen situ- like that kind of stuff is a good, is good mess. It's you're what you're instigating at that point. We like, but the bottle situation and the fact that it became drama from the for for three episodes, that to me, where it's like, okay, stop, it's too much. You're trying too hard to make something happen, and it lets me know how bored they were. Because I think Giselle was really trying to create and hold on to this because there was nothing else going on. And I don't know if that was because it was Thailand. I don't know if it's because I told you I don't like the cast. It seems two by two by two rather than each woman alone, where like you have to come together. I felt like Marisol and Alexia could just like be with each other. Heather and as goodness, as Heather and, um, Whitney came back together at the end. We know they don't even like each other. They stuck together. Giselle, even though she wasn't with Candace, it was Giselle and Portia. They're friends already before. So it was too clicky to really just come together. I, I, need, to see, be, I need these women to be out on an island by themselves where they have, the only way they can survive is to make friends with different women. We weren't getting that. I need
0: this to be Survivor. I do. Ultimate Girls Trip survivor I, I need them to be stripped of all luxuries including friends no i agree like i think that probably the biggest takeaway from this being a failure and i think maybe there are a few others and like how to correct it in future ultimate girl trips is like you can have one pairing you know like you can have two people from miami and that's it you can't have all pairings or mostly pairings And then my biggest takeaway from the Giselle, uh, the most unforgivable thing about the Giselle plotline, the stealing the Casa Azul, is not just that it was boring, but that it made Pepsi cry multiple times, I think. Like a true, I mean, Pepsi is the obvious, like, hero, you know, come up story of the franchise. And it was only seven episodes. Like perhaps it was worth watching just for meeting Pepsi, but I I feel that Pepsi has like never had and and he's a father. He said he has children. I feel that he has never had a more influential like seven days or eight days of his life than this moment. Like <laughs> these women rocked his world in some positive ways. I I I genuinely believe that he was in love with Portia. Like I I I think that he would have you know married her on the spot if he could, and seemed to be like. Best friends with Heather and never let himself despise Giselle. But I thought that the way there were like some moments where you saw the way that she treated Pepsi and that she treated the production team, which, you know, I guess I could forgive. I would understand if the housewives have like a complicated relationship with their producers, but that she was just like, who's going to search Candace's room? Who's going to? And the producers looked miserable. And I do think you can like tell a lot from. Who the producers enjoy and who they
2: do not. <laughs> um, I completely agree with you, Pepsi. That I, I can't say enough about this man. It was a gift to be able to watch him. I think those women almost ruined him, and I hope I, I hope wherever he is now that he is okay. I hope that they let him stay in that house by himself for a week just so he could recover. That is the least that they could do. That moment where Pepsi came in floating with that bottle oh of Clase Azul. It, I'm not, it made me a little emotional.
0: Same. And he was like decked out in like royal regalia, like shining big sleeved robes and just presented it and you know I bet he had it the day she lost it like I bet it was so easy to find they probably went to like you know whatever the best hotel in Phuket is and got the tequila that they needed and then the producers didn't let him present it until they had like a floating wooden platform and he had his golden robes on but it was it was a moment and then also, like, the final reveal that allegedly the other women knew where it was all along. I you don't I believe made it a little. Bi- well, it was just presented kind of weirdly because you, whoever, Candace and Leah, maybe have it in the confessional, and then they, like, flash back to Heather and Whitney saying, like, oh, they never checked the outdoor shower, but then they don't show it to us in the outdoor shower, so it just, it seemed a little... Like, this Ultimate Girls Trip does not warrant a tinfoil hat from me, but it seemed a little suspicious.
2: It's, yeah, I thought, when I saw the clip of Heather and Whitney, I thought that they, like, Heather was just being funny, just playing around. Yeah. But I think Leah took it. (laughs) I do think, I think Leah Leah took it. Leah fucking
0: would. Leah would. I mean... Talk about a journey. I feel that Pepsi was nearly ruined by this trip. And I don't know, I guess maybe Leah is always like this, but it was, I couldn't believe she lasted the season. Like, you know, I think I was spreading the rumor that she was going to go home because I I thought that from the trailer. I thought that I read that. She definitely went to the hospital, I guess. And she was away for a while, but You know, Leah was awful on this trip, like just like really rancid vibes. I felt like really brought the vibe down. And I do think that you can't have two like bad vibes people. I think you can have one, you know, like you could just have Leah or you could just have Giselle, but having them both there and their presences are really powerful. And Giselle's Present Chazelle's vibe is not always negative, and maybe Leah's isn't either. I honestly can't remember, but like she had a lot. To, she was sober. You, she is sober. She w- was on her period for like a calendar year. I mean, she was just <laughs> on her period for the entire trip, and it seemed like she was like at peak period for the entire trip. Like it was yes. really really bad. And she didn't have anyone from her season, although I don't know that that would have made it better for her. Like there were, all the cards were stacked against her and she did not stack them back up. Like she did not rise to the occasion. She had
2: a bad, bad time. She had a bad time, which I did feel bad about that. I mean, she obviously was sick, but I mean, at least she got Candace at the end of it. She and Candace really seemed to connect and bond and enjoy each other. And I'm curious if they're still cool Um, to this day, maybe, maybe not. I did
0: the lightest dip into Leah's Instagram to see if Candace was, like, you know, hard posted. I didn't see her because I, I was, like, moved by their friendship. It seemed like they had, like, a really instant connection and Candace really cared about her and seemed to be, like, the only one checking in on her health journey. Um, and I did think that that was nice. Uh but it didn't, it didn't yield a lot of, like, story dividends.
2: Right, right. Um, I did think the conversation was interesting between Alexia and Whitney at the end about the smoking the weed and dancing on the stripper pole and kind of Alexia Marisol saying to Whitney, like, your children are going to watch this. What kind of mother are you being? What are you representing to them? They, they're like, we think about that all the time, even though they have, well... Marisol doesn't have children, but she's like my family, my friends. Alexia has grown children. And she's like, I think about that all the time of what I'm representing. Did you think, Marisol flat out judged Whitney. There's no question about that. Marisol was like, um, no. Did you think that Alexia was judging her? Or what? did you really think Alexia was kind of like, you know, how do you balance that out? You seem to be so free. I'm curious. if she
0: was both, fully judging her, but also (laughs) coming at it with like, not the worst possible intentions, because she genuinely seemed to be asking for advice. Like, she was like, I want to know how you do this. But therefore, the presentation of that, and I think how she really felt was like, how do you do this impossible thing? How do you put aside all of your morals and let yourself become a bad mother to smoke all this weed on television. Like that was the way that she presented it was like, I'd like to be more like this, but I genuinely can't understand how you do it because it seems like such a bad decision. It was, so it was <laughs> like, there was no, there was no winning. And it was also, I thought absurd. It's like of all the things that you could draw the line on, it's gonna be weed. Like, her 12-year-old daughter is maybe gonna see her smoking weed in a place where it's legal and be, you know, like, it just didn't... And then the the stripper pole stuff is always so, like, slut-shamey. It just... I feel like we're past that. Okay, but the part of it that cracked me up the most was Giselle, because... Giselle of all people was like uh-uh we she said in her testimonial but she was like this is where we draw the line we don't talk about, you don't come for the kind of mother that you are. She's like, that's not, that's not something we're going to do. And then immediately she's like, if Whitney wants to do drugs in front of her children, that (laughs) is her business. And it's like, Giselle, literally no one is saying that. Like no one is saying that Whitney does drugs in front of her children. Like she's so
2: messy. She just She's can't so help herself. Messy. You're so right. She can't help help herself. And she needed to this for this season of, of Ultimate Girls Trip. I needed her to help herself because it it became too much. Last thing. I mean, who do you think you go into these seasons thinking one way about the women and then you leave because you get more insight to them or somebody brings out another side of them that could be good or bad. So when you Finish watching this season, Who stock rose to you, and whose stock fell? I think that that was kind of like the the like
0: what made the season a lot less dynamic and interesting is that because these are all, for the most part, really recent cast members, they're all seasons that we just watched it's like there wasn't a lot of variance. Everyone pretty much seemed exactly the same. I will say that within this tiny, you know, nine-day trip, seven-episode show, I felt like Heather's stock did the most movement. Like, everyone hated her at the beginning of the trip. Everyone was like, this girl's a liar. Like, what is wrong with her? Why can't she keep her story straight? And by the end, they were like, choreographing dances in the van. You know, like, (laughs) Heather does have, like, sleepover energy. You can't trust her, and you can't necessarily go deep with her. But, like, she's going to choreograph a dance. She's going to ask about your mom. She's going to make sure everyone's drinking. So, like, it did seem like everyone came around on her. But I don't know if there's anyone that I personally... I mean, I would say my stock dropped on Giselle, but I am so, I'm so all over the place with Giselle. I'm like that when I'm watching Potomac too. Like I love her one week and I can't stand her the next week. That's I guess that's just the kind of person she is. That's
2: Giselle. I totally agree with you. I I feel the same about everybody except Whitney. No, do tell. Her stock rose to me. I felt like she held her own with Heather. I felt like she was able to communicate of what it what exactly it her issues were with Heather because sometimes that's a that's a thing for Whitney. I love that she was free of like I don't know if we really knew that she smoked weed. I don't remember her talking about salt like maybe she did this last season, but she was looking for weed. She smoked weed. She seemed to really try to establish relationships with the other women. Because it was at the end where she was like, oh, the one person I felt like I didn't really get to know was Alexia. And then they have their moment at the very end of this the season. I felt like, you know, her being on the stripper pole, you know, she was just like herself. And she really seemed to be taking in all of it. She was nice. She was willing to get along. I don't know. She was kind of like a light, I felt like, in a, in, in a quiet way. And for me, I did not enjoy her in Salt on Salt Lake this season. And I did in this. So for me, she went
3: up.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I think she felt really present in a way that some of the other women didn't and, a, and in a way that she doesn't always on Salt Lake and she's sort of been accused of not, like of, of doing things for storylines or of always thinking about, you know the the show itself, and I think she still does that, and I think that's fine. I think they all do that, but she did just feel like present and light, and like she was really trying to have a girls trip. And I don't think I've ever seen someone more high on the on Bravo. Like she was so high the next morning her eyes were like glued shut and she was just fully naked in the pool
2: (laughs) (laughs) and that's the energy that maybe everybody needed to have and we could have had a better season that and now i'm looking forward to ultimate girls trip season four i think we got a much better lineup it and i think that they are taking our advice as far as like the women aren't coming in two by two so And I I also hope that they don't hold on to this like they did with this season. Give it to us now. You owe it to us. You have to make up for this season of Ultimate Girl Strip. Let's just put this one to to rest and never talk about it again. Let's act like it didn't happen. I'm perfectly fine with doing that. I think we all are.
0: At the very least, we're going to be coming in with our standards really low. Very low can only go up from there,
2: very low, very low, um well, I think i also i think I speak for everyone when I say that's it for ultimate girl strip season three. <laughs> thank God, um, but now we have a little bit of a low, like we only have Jersey right now for housewives, and this is not normal. We normally have like three housewives shows I feel like going on at a time, so I'm hoping that means we get o c coming up very soon, maybe they will surprise us and give us. Ultimate Girls Trip 4, producer Devin. Just let me know that Atlanta's coming up. I'm not as excited about that. So we shall see because there's not a lot of rumors coming out about Atlanta, which scares me about this upcoming season. Um, but that's it for us here. Jody, glad to have you back. Make sure you continue to check out more of Jody. We're happy that she's home and safe too, by the way. Um, <laughs> Thank, you so much. Ha- Thank you
0: so
1: much. You,
2: you can check out Jody um, on Morally Corrupt JV. I listened this week. I'm not sure if we're still sticking with the JV. I know it, you want it. Chelsea doesn't. We'll see. But you can catch them on Thursdays, breaking down all the other Bravo shows that are out. Uh, you guys, thanks for listening. Happy Friday and have a beautiful